Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Wide Men Can't Jump on the Wide Men Radio Network located at blogtalkradio.com slash wide men can't jump. This show is brought to you by the law offices of Stephen T. New at newlawoffice.com, stripcamfun.com, Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC located at facebook.com backslash Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC, as well as at Stay Classy Meats at stayclassymeats.com, where you can use promo code WIDEMEN to save 10% on your order and receive a free pound of Montana grass-fed ground beef. This show talks about NBA and covers all topics from all 30 teams in the league and includes guests from experts from all over the world. Make sure you're downloading us on iTunes, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Google Play, FM Flash, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and more. Be sure to join in on the fun over at WideMenCan'tJump.com as well as on our Facebook group, WideMenCan'tJump, and follow us on Twitter, at wide jump. Now, let's go to the flagship program of this Wide Men Radio Network. Here's Wide Men Can't Jump. Welcome back. It's Wide Men Can't Jump, episode 142. As we are cruising into the sports season now, we may have made it out of the darkness as we've now finally, there's light at the end of the tunnel. There are sports on TV Again, not the same as they used to be, but still, there's sports on TV. And thank God for that. We're going to have lots to talk about here. We got NBA coming back in a couple of days. We've also got Major League Baseball is back in full swing. I mean, it's technically a sport, so we'll talk about it. Not much of a viewing sport for me, but it is a sport. It's something. It's something. So I'll give it credit where credit is due. Uh, We've also got, you know, the NFL is around the corner. We're going to see how they can benefit from some of the things that the NBA and the MLB have done. Plenty to talk about with COVID still. I know we hate talking about it, but it's a part of life now, so we got to kind of look at it and take it day by day. There's also uh, got some updates here. We got a special, the the Unsolved Mysteries segment seemed to be a hit. We're glad to have that. We're going to do that again. This one on a little bit more of a a deeper subject this week. And we're going to have some fun, like we always do here on Wide Men Can't Jump. And I'm kind of stalling a little bit. I'm waiting on Tim. We we had a little, we were having a little bit of technical issue in Canada. Um, So we're going to get that straightened out. And hopefully, Tim will be joining us here. And when he does, we'll get the show completely going. So I'm looking forward to looking forward to this show. Should be fun, as always. Again, we do want to thank our great and wonderful sponsors who make this happen. It was great to have uh, to be a part with all these great sponsors. Uh, New Law Office, Stephen P. New. We want to thank them. They're one of our earliest sponsors. They were uh, great to jump on board with a couple of a. Uh, New Law Office, newlawoffice.com, new Taylor and Associates now. So uh, got, a new, got a new partner in crime over there. Good for them. Strip Cam Fun, our oldest sponsor from the beginning. They, they make everything happen for us. Great people over there. They stick with us. They're awesome. 
and I couldn't do it without those guys over there at Strip Camp Fun. They're they're a great sponsor. And for all your adult entertainment needs, I highly recommend you check out Strip Camp Fun. The good people at Atomic Comics and Collectibles LLC, they are pr- they are putting prints up left and right of different autographs from different comic books. So if you're into the the comic collecting, any kind of, you know, the Marvel, I know I've seen a lot of Spider-Man going up over there on their Facebook page, autographed by artists as well. Uh, I recommend you going there and checking it out. It's really cool to see, and they're really, really good prices on these um, on these different pieces that they're selling. So go check it out. Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. You can go check them out at Facebook.com, Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. Go check them out. And, of course, StayClassyMeats.com, where it's grilling season every day at StayClassyMeats.com. And if you use that promo code WIDEMEN, you save 10% on your order and you get a free pound of Montana fed, Montana, excuse me, Montana grass fed ground beef. Uh, go check them out, Stay Classy Meats. We've had some people order from them, use their code. They couldn't have been happier with what they had received. You know, I know a lot of people's high on that bacon, that honey bacon that they have. I highly recommend that. Some of the best uh, steak you'll get. Just go over, check them out. The pork chops are fantastic. They fall off the bone, boned in pork chops. Just go, just go check it out. Use the code, save some money and get you some top quality stuff, man. That's some good stuff over there. Go check them out. But uh, while we wait on Tim, I'll go ahead and uh, we'll see what we can do here. And let's go ahead and hear from the one we always hear from first, the great new law Personal injury, product liability, workplace accidents, mesothelioma law, social security disability, unfair insurance practices, family law, employment discrimination, and more. All this can be handled at New Law Office with Stephen P. New. It's New Law Office with Stephen P. New. You can get your free consultation today by calling 1-800-208-9169 or 304-362-7345 for your free consultation. A new level of personal service, whether you've been injured or facing divorce or experiencing workplace discrimination, you can rely on compassionate, thorough representation from New Law Office. Be sure to contact Stephen P. New Law Office at newlawoffice.com or again, get your free consultation at 1-800-203-9169. Stephen P. New, answers to your legal questions. And speaking of answers, and uh, thank the good Lord above, ladies and gentlemen, joining me as always, technical difficulties have been solved. It's the great Canadian wonder, Tim Dombrova. I curse Telus Communications to the depths of hell. <laughs> I've been having some issues myself today. Uh, we had some rain roll through here and having some issues with that, but I think we got everything straightened out. It's sad that, you know, it's 2020, high-speed internet. You can see boobs at the click of a button, but yet we still have some trouble sometimes. It's, it's a shame. Truly is. I just don't understand why this tech doesn't work better than it does. But nonetheless, here we are. Here we are. All right. So, what do you want to do? 
<laughs> well, besides to go outside and throw rocks at the telephone pole. Um, Don't do that. You'll kick yourself off again. Probably. Uh, I, I understand that we got a report from Cecil. Yes, we did. Cecil came in, and uh, Shackelford was nice enough to drop box it to me. He wasn't here. Again, he says that uh, he's afraid of the COVID, but then again, I saw pictures of him in Atlantic City on his Facebook. He's not smart, that guy. That's funny, because I saw pictures of him in Florida, so. <laughs> well, maybe it's I'm best he Shackleford. stay away. I anyway. think so, probably. <laughs> Let's, uh, well, let's go to the let's go to Cecil, and then I believe we got some headlines after that. So let's uh, let's go down that road. Why not? I haven't heard this. I usually try to listen in a little bit on the headlines to get prepared, but I have not heard this. So I'm looking forward. Well, to it. Here we go. The headlines are going to rock you, but who knows what uh, Cecil might bring? Well, that's what I mean. I've never I haven't heard from Cecil either. Here we go. We interrupt your regularly scheduled White Men Can't Jump podcast for the following live news report. Bogus in the bubble, bubble, oh, bubble. Oh, God. <laughs> Good evening, everyone. This is Cecil B. Buxnard. I'm down here in Orlando, Florida, outside the uh, NBA's bubble. Uh, unbelievable sights here. Yeah, I can't even begin to describe what's going on here. Of course, though, uh, as uh, some of you may know, uh, white men can't jump a uh, huge presence down here in the bubble. Um, of course, uh well, indirect presence. Uh, we've got uh, Ed, uh, the Shinston Sinkhole Bogus, who's, of course, been put in charge of uh, NBA catering. Um, uh, reports have it he has brought uh, Whitney Bogus in uh, to uh, handle the cooking chores. And uh, Ed himself is going to be dealing with some of the more uh, delicate, uh, shall we say, uh, problems of the uh, NBA superstars. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, of course, knowing uh, uh, the great uh, Tom Robinson, has, uh, for a nominal fee, uh, managed to uh, bring uh, Tom's coat uh, into the bubble. Uh, couldn't bring Tom himself because uh, two weeks of quarantine, can't trust Tom. Uh, you think Lee Williams found that strip club quickly. Uh, Tom Robinson, uh, well, let's just say the, or, the uh, birth rate in Orlando will probably be going up in uh, nine, ten months. Anyhow, um, <laughs> Bogus uh, brings in uh, TR's uh, coat, uh, well-known uh, TR's coat, if you follow the show, or... Uh, uh, pop culture, you know that that coat, uh, well, uh, could probably cover the bubble. Uh, I'm surprised <laughs> that Major League Baseball hasn't uh, uh, brought it in to use it to prevent rain, rain delays uh, during their uh, season, maybe even to keep the COVID out. could be COVID-proof. could be like a giant mask. I don't know. Anyway, Bogus has brought it in because, of course, it has 14,000 pockets. Uh, men uh, have crews of uh, four are uh, uh, summiting the coat as we speak. Uh, they're finding all kinds of stuff. Uh, it's incredible uh, what that coat, what's in that coat. It's amazing. Of course, uh, earlier on, uh, the uh, coat uh, started to uh, give up its uh, secrets. Uh, an entire uh, Chick-fil-A uh, franchise was found in the right coat pocket. Uh, they set that up to keep uh, some of the boys happy. Uh, they did, in fact, find a uh, Fruit of the Loom factory in the right uh, upper left uh, breast pocket. Um so they've uh, taken care of J.R. Smith's problem about not having enough underwear. <laughs> um, he's going to be able to go through them like hourly. Uh, I mean, let's be honest, uh, they're employing entire small towns moving the product out of uh, T.R.'s coat at this moment. Um, also, apparently, an entire strip club found in the uh, uh, lower uh, left pocket. Uh, so that's, uh, we're going to put that to good use. Uh, Bob is, of course... Uh, 
Had a good look at the uh, menu, didn't like it, scrapped it. Um, he made a quick call to uh, Sheets Corporate, and uh, they're setting up now. Um, apparently, they're a little worried that uh, some of the uh, players are going to put on a little too much weight, uh, because, of course, as we know, Ed, uh, well, he has the constitution uh, of a mule, uh, can pretty much eat anything, including the COVID, and uh, he never gains any weight. But uh, some of the basketball players are a little bit worried that we're going to end up with uh, a whole bunch of uh, Charles Barkley clones. But anyhow, uh, Bogus, uh, of course, uh, going over the menu, going over the security, doing everything as uh, you know, as only cool. Bogus can. Uh, surprisingly enough, he threw Patrick McEnroe out of the bubble. Don't know why he was there. Thought it had something to do with his name. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, Ed Bogus, uh, looking after uh, getting it done in, in, in the bubble. Uh, Bogus in the bubble, as we said. Uh, we're hoping to get a first-hand report. Uh, Whitney's hard at work slinging the food. Apparently, she made enough food for 242,000 people on opening day. So, they got a lot of eating to do. And uh, That's two and who knows what else we might find in Tom Robinson's coat. Because, as we know, that thing's cavernous. Uh, could be anything in there. That might even be a first-round draft pick for the uh, for the Knicks in there somewhere. But anyway, <laughs> so, the bubble seems to be holding, uh, unlike Major League Baseball, where well, I don't know what the hell they were doing. Not thinking <laughs> Uh, but it uh, looks like we're going to go forward. The uh, games are starting today. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be wonderful, and everybody should be there. So uh, this is Cecil. I'm going to go and try out some of Whitney's cooking now. Uh, so if you don't see me again, uh, well, not because I died, because the cooking is amazing, but uh, I might not be able to get back out of the bubble, and uh, they can't spare a uh, forklift for me at this time. So anyhow, that's me, Cecil, for uh, Ed Whitney. A uh, little box is running around here somewhere. I had a birthday. Uh, apparently was uh, dunking on LeBron earlier. Uh, and uh, T TR's coat. Uh, TR, if you can't find your coat, uh, it's in the bubble. Uh, that's all from uh, me, Cecil uh, B. Buckner. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's all I can say. Oh, uh, Bogus, Bogus, the younger, uh, dunking on LeBron. Imagine that. Not shocking. LeBron kept what trying to call it a foul, and I believe Jada looked up and said, uh, no blood, no foul, pussy. But... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to be careful there because if Gator gets on the court against like uh, Harden or anybody like that, uh, so she could probably hurt him, and uh, James probably pack up and go home. Well, you know, Jay. Jay but uh, <laughs> come on. Uh, I didn't. You cut out. Come on. I can't respond to something I said, he's a fool about traveling. Uh, I said, James Harden loves to, he would love to leave. He's a fool about traveling. Oh, Come on, it's a yeah, good okay. one. Well, yeah, it was. If, I, if I'd have heard it, I'd have popped for it. I apologize. Okay. All right. Well, that failed miserably. All right. Anyway. Uh, the headlines, you, headline time. All right. Let's hear what you All got. All right. Uh, we got the uh, top 10 headlines uh, as brought to us, uh, some of them by our friends at The Onion. Uh, also, our friends over at Beaverton, and ah, a couple, yes. uh, and a couple courtesy of myself. Um, so anyway, starting it off, this one uh, you'll get a kick out of this one. Uh, uh, Knicks get jump on April Fools and name Tom Thibodeau as coach. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to talk about that. But yeah, good. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so that that one's pretty good. Um, I enjoyed this one. Uh, closed ballpark forces thousands of Philadelphia fans to be content with verbally threatening friends and family. 
<laughs> it's true. Oh, how yeah. true it is. Now, this one we've picked on this guy a bit, uh, but still doesn't change the facts any. Uh, Rob Manfred frustrated Major League Baseball season falling apart despite all the energy he put into wishing it wouldn't. <laughs> we got to talk about that guy, too. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. And, and, okay, and then keeping in that theme, uh, uh, Major League Baseball announces players will now be quarantined for 14 days between the bases. <laughs> God. <laughs> I mean, just when you thought baseball couldn't get any more boring. They're going to take months to get those games done. I mean, that's yeah, crazy. really. Uh, all right, this one I thought was uh, pretty hilarious. Um, uh, Americans are fleeing the COVID, trying to sneak into Canada uh, by disguising themselves as NHL hockey players. <laughs> yeah, uh, that won't go over well. <laughs> yeah, that, that one was pretty good. Um, now, this next one, I think, probably is related. To, this must be a Tom Robinson story. Uh Lame coronavirus party infects zero people, being compared to enthusiasm rate at last Raiders draft party. <laughs> That's uh, so enjoyed, true. Yeah, I enjoyed that one. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, now this one, a little bit of thinking in this one. Uh, is I, I, apparently Twitter is thinking about uh, charging people. Some kind of oh, a yeah? model, some kind of a model, and uh, the the story was uh, the headline was uh, Twitter is confident athletes will pay for the privilege of being called stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Because yeah, as we all know, you get lit up on Twitter. It doesn't matter what you say. Oh you yeah, you don't up. have to say a word, and you get lit up on uh, Twitter. Uh, what else we got? We got we got a couple to go, a couple biggies. Uh, I, I thought this one was pretty funny. See what you think. Uh, Blue Jays offered a change name to something racist in order to find new home in the United States. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Yes. <laughs> I that was pretty. That That's was pretty a good funny. one. That's pretty good. Okay, we got two left. Uh, they're both biggies. Um, now, you have a son, Nate, so you know, have you ever come across one of those uh, interactive books yet? Where you uh, kind of read, the, you know, you read the first couple pages and then you decide what's going to happen? No, I haven't seen you, that. And, and then you, okay, well, you, you, you'll read like two or three pages and then there's a decision to be made. And you make it and then you might skip to page 12 or, you know, no, you okay. page 9 okay, or something like that, depending on what you do. Okay, okay. But, but now, okay, keeping that in mind. Bruce Pobans introduces Choose Your Own Adventure interactive book. Oh, really? You Okay. You select from various lies, build your own <laughs> fake backstory, and become a <laughs> member of several Hall of Fames. It's awesome. <laughs> you know, that, that, that's got to be... Uh... It's got to be a stocking stuffer for all the fans out there. I mean, I mean, and after today's revelation that Bruce could, in fact, sing like Barry White, I don't know. Yeah. Good <laughs> Lord. Well, I mean, we, we learn more every day. If you, yeah, we do. You're... We do. But the number one headline, uh, surprisingly NBA-related, our good friend uh, Kyrie Irving. Oh, God. Now, of course, we we all thought, we didn't really think this through. As you know, Kyrie uh, donated some money to the WNBA. Uh, but really, that's because uh, I did Kyrie read that. hates. Yeah, okay, but it's not really. It, you know, Kyrie Irving uh, 
donates one and a half million dollars to support WNBA players sitting out season because he hates the WNBA. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's good. That's good. Those yeah, are good headlines. Well, that's good. Those well, are good. There you go. That's, that's well, a quick look at the, the sporting news around the world today. That's so, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Well, let's let's <laughs> let's dive into some real headlines here. The biggest one of last week, uh, we're going to start with the NFL. This is the biggest news of the last week, I think, uh, from the NFL. This happened the day after our show last week. Washington has changed its name. They will now be called the Washington football team, pending adoption of a new name. This is not a final renaming and rebranding. This is the name it wants to use until the pending adoption of a new name in the future. So, ladies and gentlemen, the football team. Good Christ. I mean. Can I get a couple of thoughts on this, Nate? First of all. I okay. Think first off, let me say this. We're not going to go political. Okay. No, but I'm going to go funny. Is that all right? That's fine. But second off. This is so fucking stupid. <laughs> this is so stupid. Again, it's it's without getting the political. It it wasn't that it's I'm against it in a way, but it's it's a massive overreach. And then to compound it, we just get dumber by apparently whatever name they want to use, somebody's sitting on it. So they either yeah. got to they either got to pay them or get them to give it up, or uh, I guess there are some laws in place that if you can prove that they were sitting on it just to get financial gain or whatever, that you can uh, somehow gain possession of it. I'm not really sure how all that works. Not a lawyer. Steve knew if you're listening. Maybe you could uh, there was on that. There was a, uh, apparently here, one man holds multiple trademarks on potential Redskins replacement names. Uh, This is a CNN article from July 14th. The franchise announced it would be changing its name, but one man has already beaten them to the punch by trademarking a number of potential options. However, he's not some sort of trademark troll trying to make a quick buck. In fact, he's the opposite. The Reds, it says here, Philip Martin McCulley, 61 told CNN, He's been a fan of the franchise since 1980 and that quarterback Joe Theismann's his favorite player in history. He says his goal is to simply get to the team to change its name. I want them to change the name and am embarrassed if they did anything that slows that down. I thought if I hoarded up all the good names, that would keep someone else who might be a pain in the neck from getting them. McCauley first trademarked the Washington Pigskins in 2015, and while oh, he has Lord. lost count himself, a search of the U.S. Trademark and Patent Office website shows he holds trademarks for such names as Washington Monuments, Washington Red Tails, Washington Veterans, Washington Red Wolves, and Washington Warriors. Despite holding trademarks for a number of potential team names, McCauley said that he offered them free in writing on July 4th. However, he said he's not been contacted by the team or the NFL. As for how much he spent on these trademarks, McCauley says it is less than someone would pay to go to home games for six years of tickets, parking, and refreshments. 
While McCauley told CNN his top choice for the new team name is the Washington Pandas, it's highly unlikely the team would even consider it. McCauley can at least take some solace in knowing that the team has committed to changing its name, and he hopes not in some sort of way to be an obstacle in their way. So there's a guy who has just went and hoarded up these names, and he's offering them to the team for free because he says he's trying to help. But you do realize that even if you give them to them, you're still going to own the trademark. Yeah, like, there's, 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 there's probably some. I mean, we know in the wrestling world that once they trademark a name or something like that, and I'm going to assume it's pretty much the same deal. Uh, yeah. You've got to renew it. I mean, it only, it only lasts for so long. Yeah. And then you have, and not only that, I believe there is some case to be made that if you trademark a name, you got to use it. Like you can't just go willy nilly trademark and shit left and right, uh, and then not protect. The yeah, trademark. I'm surprised that the, tra- the that the Redskins haven't argued that. That you know, even though this guy is saying, okay, I'm going to give them to you for free, I kind of think he wants something. Well, sure he does. You know what I mean? Like it's like okay, if nothing else. He's he's going for he, recognition, if nothing else. It, yeah, I mean he's already got some too. Well, I can help but him. But there's out a list. I've, I got two better ideas. Okay. Okay. First off, one's a little crazy, and one I think would just well, it would just piss people off to no end. But I think it would be pretty funny. Okay. Uh, Reds, Redskins with two D's. <laughs> that would be the ultimate troll name if they wanted oh, to do that. that. Well, I mean, we're talking about Dan Snyder here, so you can't rule it out. Yeah, and true. then I and then I did see, and it was from my friends at the Onion. Um, oh yeah, uh, Washington would uh, would rename themselves the Cleveland Indians, and the Cleveland Indians would rename themselves the Washington Redskins, and there we go. <laughs> the Onion also said that the uh, Washington Redskins were going to rename themselves the DC Redskins. Yes, that so, was another one. That was um, I thought that was pretty good as well. Again, I, I don't know. It isn't going to matter what they name it. I mean, I guess the potential for it not being as racist as the first name, if you even buy into all that, which some people do, some people don't. We're not going to talk about that. Um, Somebody's going to be PO'd. Somebody's not going to like it. And despite what anybody else may have to say about it, uh, Dan Snyder and the Washington football team do have to care about the people who actually pay money to to go see the Washington football team. Yeah. Like, um, I think I think the people they're going to be the most pissed off about it are people that are lifelong Redskin fans that have like Washington Redskin tattoos. Like I think they're going to be kind of miffed. Um, so well, there's, yeah, that's, I mean, again, there, there's a line between how much, like, who are you more accountable to? Are we accountable to social, to special interest groups? Are we accountable to people who just don't like the name for whatever the reasons, and we don't need to get in any of that? Or are you more accountable to the people who have had season tickets for 40 years and pay big money to go see a sport and don't care one way or, or the other about whether anyone is offended or any of that? I mean, I guess in their case, they're looking at uh, uh, probably uh, sponsorship getting antsy. And we know that that talks more than what, I mean, let's be honest, if there's money involved, they'll do whatever it takes to keep their money. Oh, absolutely. 
So if that means if that means changing the name, then they allow it, and that's kind of what happened. Let's not kid ourselves. They didn't bow to the pressure of special interest groups. That's not what got it done. It was sponsors going, we're going to pull our funding if you don't do something about the name. Yeah. So which, but you can also argue in a way that the sponsor bowed to special interest groups who in turn the Washington Redskins bowed to sponsors. So in a way you could make the argument that it happened that way. Yeah, I don't as I said before, without getting into the whole politics of it, because that's a no win situation and probably fifty fifty split. Yeah. Uh, Reds Redskins for me, if there is a name in sports that maybe you might want to argue is a little bit racy. That's probably it. Yeah, I could see that. So if one is going to go and it's the Redskins, like, oh, okay. Um, I guess that it is what it is. And, but watch them fumble the new name atrociously. Just watch. They'll come we'll up with see. Everybody's going to go, Ugh. It the can't racist, be worse than the Washington football team. It just can't. The, ra- the racist name was better than the new one they come up with. Watch. <laughs> well, just watch, watch Dan Snyder just blow it. And he'll name tomorrow night a special fact-finding mission to pick a new team headed by Rob Manfred. Oh, God. We'll Rob talk Manfred. more about Rob Manfred here in a minute. Rob Manfred, uh, Bruce Pobans, and uh, maybe Jim Cornette. <laughs> I'd like to hear Cornette <laughs> actually come out with something. That'd be pretty funny. Jim oh. Cornette would be Cornette's line would be "Fuck this fucking football." <laughs> this shit's fake. All right, yeah, let's shift what. gears here anyway. a little bit. You you alluded to this earlier, and we are going to get back to Rob Manfred, and we're going to talk. I got a couple more things I want to bring up about football here later in the show, but that'll be a little after we talk here a little bit about football and baseball. I want to get, or excuse me, basketball and baseball. Let's talk a little bit. You alluded to this earlier. The New York Knicks have are finalizing a five-year deal to make Tom Thibodeau the franchise's next coach. Boy. Tim, let me hear your thoughts before you hear mine. Now, granted, Nathan, the uh, hold on, hold on, I gotta, I gotta get ready for this. Hold on, you ready? Uh, all right, uh, yeah, you I gotta get drink. a sip. Yeah, you're probably gonna need a drink because this is probably gonna get painful for you. But uh, I mean, it's not like the bar is set very high in New York the last while. Um, <laughs> well, you got that right. And yet, and yet, of all the people that were are available or were available. What the hell? I mean, really? I mean, what in the hell are they thinking? Well, it seems as though when I'm looking here and I'm going to, I'm actually going to pull up uh, their, the contracts for the Knicks here. Cause I know they've got some, they've, they've, they've got a bunch of guys on two year deals. A lot of them are team options. Um, okay. So Julius Randall will be with the team next year. Um, you know, Bobby Portis has got a team option. Here's the guys that have a team option or will be gone. We already know are gone. Alfred Payton, they're paying him $8 million, but he's already gone. Uh, Taj Gibson, team option. I look for him to stay because Tibbs is his guy. Wayne Ellington, 
He's got a team option. Uh, Damian Dotson will be gone next year. Reggie Bullock will, is already gone. Um, but you're looking at guys like Kevin Knox, uh, Frank Nittacolina, who for some reason is making $6 million next year, and that blows my mind. Um, R.J. Barrett's getting $8 million next year. Julius Randle's getting $18 million next year. They're going to have some cap room here to go out and maybe try and pick up some people. But here's my issue, and this is my, my biggest problem with hiring Tom Thibodeau. And this has been this has been proven time in and time out. Tibbs is a, is a defensive minded coach, and that's fine. That's fine. You need defense. You do. His way of doing things, though, doesn't work anymore. It just doesn't. You need a dynamic point guard. You need a solid scorer. You need a center that's going to do dirty work and not and not fill up the stat sheet. It, it's just it. Thibodeau's system is built to score about 98 points and win games because you're getting so many stops on the defensive end. This Knicks team is not going to do that. Now, can he build this Knicks team to be better than they were? Absolutely. He's done it everywhere he's went. The only problem is, is he going to be destroying this Knicks team from within like he did Minnesota? Look at, look at what Minnesota gave up under tips yeah they brought in jimmy butler boy that went over great didn't it jimmy butler comes in we give up zach levine who's now a 25 point per game scorer we miss out on Lori markinen who we could have drafted to put alongside carl anthony towns what a tandem that could have been but this knicks team now they, they've got a lot of young players who are not going to be used to getting yelled at like they are with tom thibodeau now maybe they need that i don't know most guys, I don't think, respond well to that these days, especially with the youth of this team. 25 years old, Julius Randle. Um, you know, most of the guys are in their 20s. You know, Dennis Smith, 22. Frank Nittacolina, 22. Kevin Knox is 20. And then you got Mitchell Robinson, who's 22. A lot of young guys. R.J. Barrett's 20. You know, you got a couple of guys that are older veterans, but they're not on long-term deals. After this season, after, or excuse me, after next season, the 2020-2021 season, the Knicks will basically have Julius Randle, whose contract is, you know, partially guaranteed that last year. Then they have R.J. Barrett, who's going to be on a team, uh, a team option if they want to. Mitch Robinson on a team auction option, and forgive me on this man's name, Ignis Brazadakis is going to be on a team option. That's it. That's all they have. So they're going to be looking to make moves. Now, does Tom Thibodeau get you some of those free agents that's going to be free in 21-22? I don't know. I really don't. Here's why I think this is a bad move. These rookies the next season when he steps in as coach, these rookies are going to be playing a lot. Not rookies, I should say, but these young players. They're going to be playing 40 minutes a game because he plays his starters too much, in my opinion. These are going to be guys that are going to be getting 40 minutes a game when they were usually getting 34, 35. Now, I know that doesn't sound like a huge difference, but it is night in, night out. Like, let's just, 
take five minutes per game. You know, we'll just say it's an average of five minutes per game. Take five minutes per game, and we'll just say that over 70 games. Let's just say you don't. That's an extra 350 minutes. So an extra 350 minutes, if you divide that by 24, you're playing an extra 14 hours. Or excuse me, I think I did that wrong. 350 minutes. Is that? Would you divide that by 24, Tim? We'll say what now? 350 minutes. How many it's hours is quite, that? It's not quite six hours. Okay. Well, I did my math way wrong there. 60 okay, minutes sorry. in an hour. So 60 six I'm supposed to divide it by. Okay. Well, that's an extra six hours you've spent on the court during the regular season if you just play an extra five minutes a game. Now, you're trying to tell me that six hours over the course of the season doesn't wear and tear on your legs and your body, Tim? I think it does. And I think playing – these guys too many minutes is going to come back and haunt them because you're going to see a lot of the young guys say, I'm getting yelled at, I'm playing 40-plus minutes a game, and I'm underpaid, and I'm not guaranteed a job. Fuck this, and fuck this guy. That's my two cents. Well, you know, like I said, I mean, the bar was not set particularly high in New York. I mean, in the last 20 years, uh, I mean, the Knicks have been god-awful. They have. Um, I mean, and he can get the, here's, here's, here's my problem. He could get this Knicks team, if he gets a little time and gets some help, he could whip them into shape for a playoff run. That's it. They're not going to have enough legs to get to the finals. And I don't think his style of coaching is going to attract free agents like he like they think it will. The only guy that seems to want to play with him is Jimmy Butler. That's because they both like to yell at each other. Exactly, and they just yell at everybody. I mean, the Knicks Final. haven't made the playoffs, and they haven't made the playoffs in seven years. Um, they haven't; they've been out of the first round once in the last twenty years. That was uh, twenty ten, or not twenty ten? Sorry, twenty twelve. They got uh, they got out of the first round, and then lost to Indiana. Uh, they, I mean, nobody has been able to do anything there. I mean, we're not talking, uh, you know, okay, Jeff Van Gundy, maybe not the greatest coach in the world, but hardly horrible. Uh, Herb Williams, Lenny Wilkins, Larry Brown, uh, Mike D'Antoni couldn't couldn't make a go of it there. Uh, There's been all kinds of guys there who are good basketball people who have not been able to succeed in that town. Uh, I'm going to guess a lot of it's got something to do with ownership. Yeah, uh, I agree. Because that guy is, well, a goofball, I guess, is the only way to put it and doesn't really care too much about what's going on. In a, but, I mean, why – I mean, Tom Thibodeau doesn't even really bring much of a track record with him, really. Well, he was an assistant there in New York for years. And apparently this Thibodeau. is the job. this is the job he always wanted. They He always wanted to be the Knicks yeah, head coach. Well, me too for that kind of money me too sign me up well i think the problem ended up being there's a lot of people that don't want that job and and i say that because you're not inheriting a good situation you're not inheriting what you would call the best things to happen to a team you know if if that makes sense like and you're gonna i gotta wonder 
the whole time you're there. You got to wonder, like, okay, so you're you're hired as coach of the New York Knicks. What are you really allowed to do? It makes you wonder. I mean, you got a general manager there who, from what I can understand, is basically a figurehead from everything I've read because, of course, ownership is Mr. Dolan is such a putz. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe do you take that job and hope, I mean, if it works out, wonderful. And if it doesn't, you get a contract that you're going to get paid for a couple of years for doing nothing. Maybe. You know, well, I mean, that's a horrible way to look at it, but we do know some guys, I mean, how old's Tom Thibodeau? You're going to be getting up there. And I'm not sure how old he is, but uh, uh, I can find out. I mean, but, he's but I'm just, guessing he he ain't fifty anymore. I don't think he is sixty-two. Okay, so you're sixty-two years old. You've uh, kind of kicked around a little bit. You've been an assistant for most of your career, except. Uh, here, yeah, here, here's Tom, here's Thibodeau's coaching record from 81 to 84 he was an assistant coach at Salem State from 84 to 85 head coach at Salem State 85 to 89 he was an assistant coach at Harvard 89 to 91 an assistant at the Timberwolves 92 to 94 assistant with the Spurs 94 to 96 assistant with the 76ers from 96 to 2004 he was assistant with the Knicks 04 to 07 he was the assistant coach for the Rockets. 07 to 2010, he was an associate head coach for the Boston Celtics. 2010 to 2015, he was the head coach of the Chicago Bulls. And then from 2016 to 2019, he was the head coach of the Minnesota Timberwolves. I mean, to be honest, I mean, he did a pretty good job in Chicago. I mean, he, he, had, did. A pretty good rec- he had a pretty good record there, but he was god-awful in Minnesota for the most part. And, again, um, I think a lot of that has to do with the modern, young NBA players. Now, I'm not blaming him. It's just the style that he runs does not work well anymore. The NBA now is more about, you know, putting up points. you got to be able to shoot now. Is that is that not the whole point now? You have to be able to shoot. You can't score 95 points a game and expect to win. You well, just can't. I mean, and we know uh, – you know, Thibodeau has been uh, – the, the comparison has been made several times that he's a lot like Bill Belichick. He's a real detail, planning, meticulous kind of guy. And NBA players, particularly young ones, mm-hmm. don't buy into that. That is not – we want to run and gun. <laughs> we want to throw up shots from all over the world because that's that's what the game has become. All um, right, so here's – Here's this. I've ran this down. In 2010-2011, the Chicago Bulls under Tom Thibodeau as the head coach averaged 97.6 points per game. That was 20th in the league. 2011, the Chicago Bulls were 19th at 95.3 points per game. So they actually moved up a slot, but their points per game went down. 2012. The Chicago Bulls were dead last in points per game in the NBA with 93 points per game. 2013-2014, we're nearing the end. Again, dead last. 
93.4 points per game. Utah was the second closest to them. Utah averaged 95. Utah was averaging 1.6 more points per game than the Chicago Bulls were. The Los Angeles Clippers that year were averaging 108 points per game. The Chicago Bulls were averaging 93.4 points per game. All right. Now, his last year, 2014-2015, Chicago actually went up. They started averaging 100.2 points per game to go to 15, but it was already too late as the Bulls were moving on. Now, let's look at his run in Minnesota, how well they did. 2016, they're midway through, 105.6 points per game at 14th. And here, they actually were 7th, 109. And then his last year with Minnesota, that made 12 points per game. His issue, Tim, you saw those Chicago teams, 95 points per game, 93 points per game. The Minnesota thing didn't work because they weren't following the way he wanted his system to run. He wanted more. He wanted Towns to be more like Yoakim Noah. It felt to me when I was watching, and it wasn't working. And the defense didn't pick up because that's just they're a young team, and that's not what they were up for. Now, granted, their defense needed to get better, and it's not all on him. But again, this guy had more trouble handling the locker room in Minnesota than he did in Chicago. But in Chicago, nobody was scoring. They were dead last two years in a row in scoring when they had a legitimate shot at winning a title. If they could have scored more, they could have won a title. It's also, uh, I mean, when when I'm looking at his records and stuff, uh, he appears to be a regular season coach. Absolutely. Uh, You know, Chicago's got some pretty good, uh, you know, the first two years he was there, you know, 62 and 20. Uh, 50 and 16, 45 and 37, and then he starts to fall, you know, 50 and 32. I mean, these aren't nothing to scoff at, and yet in the playoffs. No, but, yeah, he, then you roll into the playoffs. Know, his, his playoff record all time is 24 and 32, and mm-hmm. he managed to he managed to win one game in Minnesota in three years, well, two and a half yep, years. In the playoffs, yeah. Gone. Game so, three against Houston for Minnesota's first home game since 2000. And what year was it? 2004. First home playoff game. I mean, at least, I guess, they only gave him the coaching job. They didn't do like Minnesota did and give him the president of basketball operations, too, so he could really hang himself with a rope. But I just don't see in New York, I mean, they've been bad for so long. I mean, I guess you, maybe you get away with being bad, but the fan base there is not going to be too kind if they're horrible again. They're just, he's going to be the scapegoat. Maybe he, and maybe he knows that. I don't know, but I mean, it, yeah. should, it should, it should be one of the best positions in the league, but it's not, it's almost one of the worst ones right now. And I think a lot of that has to do with not just the owner, not just the position, but the media there. They're so unforgiving. Well, you got to win. And even when you win, you you can get tromped on in that city because, well, it's just the way the city is. I mean, it's New Yorkers. not, Not saying it's bad or it's good. I mean, it's like playing in Philadelphia. You know, you can go from 
hero to goat to hero to goat to hero in the afternoon in that city. Yeah, I mean it's true. I'll tell you what, the way it is. Yeah, it is. Uh, Let's uh, let's take a quick time out here. We'll take a quick second here. Let's pay some bills. And on the other side of this, we got more news coming up, more to talk about here on Wide Men Can't Jump. We'll be back right after this. If you're into comic books and collectibles, then you are going to want to check out Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. They buy and sell comic books, action figures, pop funkos, vintage video game systems, vinyl records, and other collectibles. Retro and vintage collectibles are their specialty. They have fair and competitive pricing on all their items. Their prices will make you say... Oh my God! Currently, they run on Facebook, and they're in the process of getting their own storefront in Logan, West Virginia. Give their Facebook page a like and keep updated on new merchandise and announcements for Comic-Cons and store opening in your area. They do ship, but only within the United States at this time. Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC, where yesterday's memories are today's future. If you are looking for anything comic book or collectible-wise, you are going to want to do one thing. Assemble. And head over to Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. Check out their Facebook page, Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. And thanks to our great sponsors at Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC. They're wonderful. We thank them so much for their support. couple quick notes. We won't really have to dive too much into it. Uh, Pelican Zion Williamson made it, made his way back to Orlando on the NBA campus on July 24th. He'll have to quarantine for, I believe it was 10 days and then he'll be, he should be ready to go once the, the season is close to tipping off. So he came back, uh, DeMontis Sabonis left Orlando, uh, for treatment on a left foot injury is the possibility that his return this season is over. So not looking good for the Pacers and Sabonis. That hurts them. Now, let's <laughs> – okay. <laughs> we got it. We got to talk about this. Okay. And when you've alluded to it earlier, this is from Shams, reported on July 25th. While on excused absence to assess the length of his re-quarantining process, uh, Clippers' Lou Williams will have 10-day quarantine on Orlando campus after picking up food at Magic City on his excused absence, which sidelines him through first two seeding games. And it came out that Lou Williams was at a strip club when he was out of quarantine, ladies and gentlemen. Imagine that. <laughs> I mean... Apparently, this, apparently this strip club's got some bomb ass wings. <laughs> I yeah, don't know. Not, Lou Williams. Not only that, then Lou's got the audacity to go on Twitter <laughs> and and get all snotty about why he don't understand why everybody's so up. Well, not up in arms, but you know, Jesus, Lou, nice move, you putts. Um. You're quarantined during a pandemic. Even if even if you went, I don't care how good those wings are. Really? <laughs> or these titties. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's it's such an incredibly selfish move, regardless oh, of why man. you were there. Even if that's the best strip club in North America, 
I mean, and I like wings, wings Lou. I, I understand, and, yeah. man, but come on. I mean, you know, and and then to get, I mean, who did he go at on the, the Kendrick? Kendrick uh, Perkins. Kendrick goes Kendrick at Kendrick Perkins, and the man's like, how come you don't talk shit to my face? And Kendrick Perkins is kind of like, well, I guess if you really want me to, I probably could, but we both know I'd kill you. And then eat you probably by the size of Kendrick Perkins compared to Lou Williams. But <laughs> I mean, I, I just don't, I mean, this is why a lot of people were worried that the bubble and all that stuff, this is one of the reasons why people thought, you know, this might not work because these guys and no offense to Lou Williams. I don't know him. He might be a really nice guy, but these guys are so used to just doing whatever the hell they want. Uh, they, they're millionaires. So, you know, it's pretty hard to, you know, that's just, that's just the life they lead and what they're used to. And they don't like being told no. And I mean, I get it on some level, but Jesus, dude, it's only a couple of weeks. You know, have some wings when the season is over. I mean, Philly's going out in the first round anyway, probably. So. <laughs> All right. So here's some yeah. news from the Clippers. Here's the Clippers news. Montrez Harrell will be out. Uh, it says here he left the bubble last week to deal with a personal matter and still has not rejoined the team. It's not clear when he will return, though he will have to isolate for at least four days when he does. Uh, Patrick Beverly returned to the bubble Sunday after leaving for a family emergency. Uh, four-day quarantine would release Beverly at some point on Thursday, but it's unlikely that he will play in the season opener as they're playing the Lakers. Uh, <laughs> Lou Williams is under the 10 day quarantine in the bubble after he stopped at an Atlanta strip club on his way back from the excused absence to attend a family funeral. Williams insists that the stop was simply to pick up chicken wings. <laughs> okay. We all know. But, Tim, we all know. Tim, I've not been I... to that many strip clubs, okay? Who eats at the strip club? Well, I was going to say, we all know that, I mean, all Come strip on, clubs, Lou. of course, are well known for their, their top-notch cuisine. We know this. Um, the only guy who, if he told me, I mean, go, eat the, go eat the chicken wings at this titty bar, and I'd trust him, would be Ed Boggess. <laughs> except we know that Ed Boggess is a good husband and does not frequent titty bars. Exactly. He gets the good wings at home. So now we've got to assume that the only people we might at least take that advice from, in the sense that we know they've at least eaten the wings, would be Tom. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Hold on here. All right, look, I, don't ask me why, why I Googled this, but here we go. I found an article. It's on foodbeast.com, which apparently is uh, – Bogus are infringing on your nickname there, buddy. Atlanta natives love their chicken wings. And in the lemon pepper wings in particular are often the favorite of the bunch. No one hates hot wings or barbecue wings, but none can compare to the zesty, tangy flair flavor that exudes from lemon pepper wings. First we feast went to Atlanta to get the lowdown straight from Atlantans in the grand finale of food grails. And there's not one person who could argue against the buttery lemony wing. So according to, and I'm looking here, it says here, as first we feast and the host, Miss Info, ventured into a popular Atlanta strip club called Magic City. The wings were dubbed the show and the opening act. 
Even as your first thought might be to cringe when it comes to food and strip clubs, the food is a huge deal in Atlanta strip clubs. The strip clubs in Atlanta literally have the best food, and I'm not even exaggerating about it. Love of Atlanta bite life. Everybody in the city knows that. It's the Atlanta way. As far as the lemon pepper wing was created, it's pretty simple. Hot wings got too hot Atlanta and started sprinkling lemon pepper seasoning, yada, yada, yada. But apparently, Magic City in Atlanta, apparently they have the best wings. So maybe maybe Lou was telling the truth. Maybe. I don't know. It's uh, pretty interesting stuff, I thought. Uh, apparently, there's a picture. Oh, man, there is a picture online of the wings that Lou got from Magic City, and people are saying they get it. I, I'm retweeting the picture. And this is, you will see on the Twitter what I'm talking about. I'm retweeting it as we speak. And I'm even going to tag Lou Williams in it. So I totally understand Lou Williams. That's just hilarious to me. But apparently this place, Magic City Kitchen, uh, I did not know that this is where this was a thing. So color me color me surprised that that would be uh, that would be something that we talk about. I think I Tim has you may have lost Tim for a second. I'm sure he will return shortly. Uh, but yeah, so you are back. Okay, I am tweeting a picture of these wings. Did you hear any of what I said about the strip club in Atlanta having these great lemon pepper wings? Well. I got so excited, I got in my car and then realized I couldn't cut across the border. Um, so I, <laughs> I see that. <laughs> okay, I'm tweeting this as we speak here. I mean, I, I did see that Lou right, Williams go, go actually check got the Twitter. wings named after himself at this club. Go check it out. You know, we laughed at it at first, but man, I... I I, you know, <laughs> okay, but 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 regardless, I don't care yeah, how good they are. Yeah, you should be smarter, but damn, they look good. <laughs> no, even if you want to eat them, good Christ, you're a multimillionaire. Get somebody to go pick you some up. Like, is this difficult in this day and age? Are, are you? Looking ain't got at a the guy. Time? Yeah, I mean they look good. I agree, but like, geez, you ain't got a guy. Go, yeah, I'd like a couple orders of wings. Go pick them up. Okay, Lou. I mean, I don't know, man. I just don't know. <laughs> but 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 have you looked at them? <laughs> I did. They look fine, but they ain't. They, I still. I don't care. Run a. Apparently, run they a, got a. Uh, they got a menu here. Run a light over top of those babies once. Man, I kind of want to. Let's see what they look like. I kind of want to go have some of these. <laughs> Oh, With the quarantine's over, of course. You know, you know what, Lou Williams. You sir are an idiot. I'm just going to say that now. Lou Williams, I forgive you. I forgive you. I don't. Lou Williams is an idiot. <laughs> Was it stupid? Yes. But it's good okay, wings, it's man. 
let's be honest. Lou Williams love like he, the wings look good, and Lou Williams probably loves the wings. But that ain't the only reason Lou Williams went to Magic City. And if you think so, you are an idiot. <laughs> hey, I want to go to Magic City. Good wings and titties. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. You, dis- you sir, disgust me. I disgust myself. Speaking of which, <laughs> speaking of disgusting and titties, you should go check out our great sponsors over at Strip Camp <laughs> Our wonderful Lord. sponsors. Let's check them out. Are you tired of the same old average everyday lifestyle and the same old job that has you making less money than what you know you're worth? Well, you should head on over to StripCamFun.com. On StripCamFun, there are tons of eligible men and women waiting to perform for you, and you can join in on the fun yourself. Just head on over at StripCamFun.com where you can strip on cam and have some fun. If you get there right now, you'll get to see some of the most beautiful women, men, and whatever else your heart desires. And you can take advantage of the good times being had on StripCamFun.com. Make sure you get there right now and let them know that Wide Men Can't Jump brought you over. Because StripCamFun.com is not just for everyone. Must be 18 years of older to join in on the good times. Strip Cam Fun, be sure to visit right now at stripcamfun.com where you can strip on cam and have some fun. I'm not going to say that was the best segue ever, but I'm going to say that was pretty damn close, if you ask me. Don't you think, Tim? No. Oh, really? You don't think that was a segue? Really? Nothing will ever compare to Karen Seggy. <laughs> I agree. All right, a couple more things here. Uh, Rest in peace, Lou Henson, Illinois' probably greatest basketball coach of all time, passed away at 88. Uh, So he had 423 wins at Illinois and 289 wins at New Mexico State. The Hall of Famer and uh, rest in peace, Coach Williams. Or excuse me, Coach Henson. I read that wrong. Coach Henson. Yeah. Got the uh, got the Muppets into the uh, Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, last little piece of news here: Eric Gordon is expected to miss two weeks with a left ankle sprain. So we're missing out on Eric Gordon coming out. So he will be hurt uh, for two. He'll be out at least two weeks. Uh, here is some great news. Zero players have tested positive out of the coronavirus out of the 344 tested at the Orlando campus since the last results were announced on July 20th. Consecutive testing rounds where no new player has tested positive. So, Tim, do you feel like the bubble is working a little bit here? Well, I ain't been there that long yet. Well, let's still, look, let's but see, let's see what happens when we get into the dog days when they've been there for a week or two and start to get bored. Okay, I mean, fair. Did you see where they built the uh, the barber shop inside the bubble? Did you see that? <laughs> right next door to the Magic City uh, kiosk. <laughs> Listen, man, don't even joke about that. <laughs> I want some wings. <laughs> well, I'm surprised if they're so good. I'm surprised they didn't talk them into going there. You just, I mean, I'm surprised they didn't do that anyway. Why don't you just set up a small shop for the boys there? Well, I mean, hey, it's of, that uh, good. Well, but but let's look at it, let's look at it this way. Then, 
the bubble for the NBA right now, as of right now, is doing what it's supposed to do. Yes, uh, I'll give you that. Positive tests for now. Not saying that, you know, hey, we solved everything, problem solved, we're good. No, not saying that. But the bubble right now is doing what it's supposed to do. Well, the now, only way the bubble doesn't work, in my opinion, is okay. if the guys leave. And go to Magic I mean, City really for great wings. Dudes. But <laughs> it's really on them. If they, I mean, if they stay there, there's a pretty good chance that, at the very least, you know, okay, there might be a, a, a somebody who's a, a support staff or something. But I, I'm of the understanding that none of them can leave either, I don't think. Yeah, nobody can so, leave. That's the thing. Once you go so, into okay, the bubble, so you're there. If if everybody's been tested and is negative, the only way the COVID gets back into the bubble is somebody has to leave the bubble. Seems logical. Yeah, and there are people who have left, clearly, but they are making them quarantine and isolate before they come back now, in. Now, granted, I mean – there's got to be support people that even if they don't leave the bubble are in contact with people outside of the bubble. I mean, they, they can't have everything they need there for the next six weeks or whatever, food-wise and those kinds of things. I would assume no. I would assume there wouldn't be. So, there's, I mean, the, the chance exists that, uh, you know, there's a possibility, but that if they're testing every day, they should catch that. So maybe you might get one or two people who get it, maybe. But it sh- it shouldn't be like the total mess that they got going there with Florida in the baseball. That's that the story has is coming out, which we'll talk about in a minute. But um, I mean, I don't know what more they can do. I really don't. I don't either. Well, let's go from what can they do to uh, why didn't they at least try with Major League Baseball. Uh, Update came out, and there were, you know, basically the entire Marlins organization tested positive today, or the other day, I should say. Well, there was what? There was four more today or yesterday it was after the initial 11 or whatever it was. The frightening part about that is they knew. Yeah. They knew they had a positive, and they played that next game anyway. And I don't know how yeah. that happened. Like, <laughs> I mean, what in the hell? I mean, you want to talk about stupid. Like, I'm not quite sure how, I mean, again, we don't, I hate throwing shade at Rob Manfred. I'm sure he, he might be a really nice guy. I don't really know. I don't know. You're kind, of, you're kind of starting to enjoy it, I think. But I, I only am in the sense of, you know, it's the train wreck thing where you just can't, I mean, can these guys do anything, like, can they do anything stupider than what they did a week ago and then, yeah, well, hold my beer and off <laughs> they go and do something dumb because, hold my you know, beer. it's kind of, yeah, I mean, like, what kind of protocols do you have in place that allow a team to take the field when they've got a known positive? I feel like they have no protocols. That's the problem. Uh, they didn't okay, try the bubble. If they have none, then that's on him too. Well, again, I look at it and it's like, well, they got the bubble. Okay, cool, that's great and all. But they they or they don't have a bubble. 
they don't. They just decided to, if you're in the East, you play people in the East. If you're in the West, you play people in the West. That that doesn't help too much if you ask. Well, I mean, I mean anybody who's ever been on an airplane, how many people did you come anywhere near during that process? Yeah, quite a bit. All right, and then these guys doesn't matter even if even if it's a private plane. Even yeah. if it's a private plane, you're running into people, and, you're, and and you know it's not like it's it's not like it's you know 50 people from the community went down to the community hall where there's 20 more people in the community, and it's the same 70 people you might be running into. These guys yeah. are flying in and out of international airports in major cities in the United States, where we all know that. COVID is not right. I mean, it's calmed down a tiny bit, but it's still pretty out there, and that's not even figuring in, you know, international passengers and whoever else might just be hanging. I don't even know who you'd run into in an airport terminal these days. But, I mean, they had to know that that was probably not going to work out. I just don't see how it could. I mean, you have nothing going on. And you have just a total, total lack of really caring. Like, oh, well, we're not going to have you know players in the in the crowd, or, or we're not going to have fans there. Well, congratulations. Are you going to make it? They didn't even make it a week, and they had a and basically an entire team come up with positive tests. You know, well, the worst part is. The story that I read was that there an uh, unconfirmed report, mind you, but usually these things end up being true. Guess where they were? Where? At the strip club in Atlanta. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> I'm dead serious. Oh, my God. Those wings must be amazing. Report, reports reports <laughs> are that at least a few players were at the, a week ago were at the strip club in Atlanta. <laughs> Now, a place, one? again, where they're not supposed to be going. Is it, is it Magic City? Tim, do we have to go to Magic City? I don't. I, well, I'm, I'm starting to think there might be more to this Magic City thing than the first guy first thought. But. I, all right, look. I, don't, I, mean, I mean, you got to say something for I mean, when a strip club is known for its food more than its strippers, this is really getting crazy. Who do we know in Atlanta? We gotta we gotta talk to somebody. Where's Naj? Where's we gotta Naj phone that. No, we gotta. You gotta get a hold of uh, a certain company in Philadelphia, and we gotta get a package from there to Magic City in Atlanta and make sure someone we know is delivering it. <laughs> we'll never see you again. <laughs> but, but we'll know whether it's whether it's the wings or the the ballet, as we say up here in Canada. <laughs> Magic City, folks, ruining sports. We figured it out. We figured it out. We're gonna get, I, I, you know, I've got Magic guess, City. If it's if it's sports, you know, if that's the, the go-to for the basketball players, it's probably the go-to for the baseball players as well. More than likely. <laughs> man, this is just too funny. <laughs> oh man! I, I sense a Magic City bit coming on next week. I'm. I'm online. I'm going to look at Magic. I'm going to check Magic City out. I really am looking right now on their website. I mean. And uh, from what I see, uh, ladies look uh, impressive. 
Looks like they're very, very talented. Very, uh, you know, uh, good dancers, though. I mean, because this is important at the ballet. Oh, yeah. I mean, clearly. Very, very nice lady. I mean, well, on a scale of 1 to 10, what is the musical selections like? You know, is it? Well, I don't know that. I mean, well, you know, well, I mean, these things need to be considered if we're going to give a rating to Magic City. Oh, apparently you can order accurate. food online. Okay, so what? he didn't need to go there at all, for sure, then. Well, I had to pick him up. I got a he phone number. Send someone. I got a phone number. We should call. <laughs> God, how do I go about getting wings to West Virginia? Yeah, I'm serious. <laughs> yeah, do, do I sound like I'm joking? You know how many wings I eat, motherfucker? Apparently, you can... Oh, my God. They've named the lemon pepper wings after Lou Williams. I just told you, Lou's got wings. That's why he goes there. I mean, he goes there so much, they've named wings after him. Lou Will, lemon pepper barbecue. <laughs> Lou Williams. Man, I got to buy Lou Williams jersey now. Is it a coincidence that Lou also has a stage named after him there? Well, uh, that's uh, you know. Apparently, you can get all flats or all drummies. You can you can request okay, what, that. What, 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 are we, have we got a price there anywhere? Uh, ten piece wings, fifteen bucks. Okay, fair enough. But okay, but fair enough. Bar that ain't bad. No, no, not at all. No. Apparently, they got uh, some salmon too. Twenty dollars salmon, fish, fish and shrimp salad, uh, lobster tail. Peyton Apparently shrimp Magic potato. City's I don't even know what that is. Club. It is a it is a gentleman's club. I'm guessing. Uh, it's called the Magic City Kitchen, but I think it's Kitchen and Gentleman's <laughs> Club. Magic City Magic City Kitchen with a side order of titties. Not what I, I mean. Oh, they have videos as well. Let's let's click on videos. Oh, YouTube. Well, <laughs> I have to let down. Yeah, so you ain't gonna see anything there. Let's see here. I, I've got a, Ladies and gentlemen, this show is ventured to the Magic... The... This second hour is brought to you by Magic City. Well, apparently they're not afraid. To, they would like to hear from us, according to this uh, opening page here. You know, uh, has anyone reached out to Magic City to ask, you know, maybe to, to, to ask a question? Say, you know, hey, did Lou stick around or was he really just here to pick up wings? You know, I don't know. Makes you wonder. I mean, their, their front page just says, well, we're happy to hear from you, so please don't hesitate to reach out. There's a form to fill out where you can send them a message, and they'll get back to you through email. Well, maybe Dear maybe Magic I'll City. do that. Maybe I'll Dear do Dear Magic that. City. <laughs> Magic City, having some fun. Magic City, telling no one. You know, it's interesting because there's no mention here of the uh, – uh, you know, the Magic City Kitchen, anyway. There's no mention of... of well, you got to uh, go over to Menu. you got to click on the Menu. No, but there's no mention of, a, of like, that this is a club of any sort. It just appears to be, like, a restaurant. It really doesn't say <laughs> anything about any other It's a restaurant, and then uh, if you stick around for dessert, then there's, uh, there's titties. There's a little bit of after dinner. Do it all for the nookie. I hate myself. All right, let's get back to Yeah, I mean, it's a good thing you don't have to answer to anyone. You're right, I don't. 
All right, let's uh, let's get back to sports here. Another big thing that happened today: suspensions were announced in Major League Baseball. Receiver Joe Kelly received an eight-game suspension from the Major League ba- from Major League Baseball on Wednesday for his role in a benches-clearing confrontation at Minute Maid Park in Houston on Tuesday. Dodgers manager Dave Roberts was issued a one-game suspension. And Houston Astros manager Dusty Baker was fined to announce the MLB. Under the 60-game format, an eight-game suspension would account for more than 13% of the schedule. Kelly, who threw a fastball behind Alex Bregman's head and later taunted Carlos Correa, or Correa on the way back to the dugout, will appeal his suspension. Major League Baseball, in reaching its conclusion, cited Kelly had previously been suspended for intentionally throwing at a hitter. Kelly was suspended for six games in April 2018 after hitting Tyler Austin of the Yankees. Roberts will serve his suspension during Wednesday's series finale against Houston, prompting bench coach Bob Guerin to act as interim manager. Kelly denied after the Dodgers 5-2 win. He denied the intent. He said, my accuracy isn't the best after his 3-0 96-mile-an-hour fastball. Yeah, that's his excuse. Sailed behind Bregman. Kelly also threw four pitches high to Astros first baseman, yeah, Yuli Jareel, I guess, and later brushed back Korea with a couple of inside curveballs. After striking out Korea, Kelly made a pouty face, and on his way back to the dugout, Baker said Kelly also yelled, nice swing, bitch. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, I I saw the video. I mean, Kelly was talking shit as he walked oh, he towards was. his own dugout. Which, oh, yeah, yeah, he was. Tough guy. Uh, no, you know, I don't know Joe Kelly, but I, I could take him, I think, after watching the video. I'm pretty sure I could take him. But uh, that ain't saying much for, for Joe Kelly because I'm a 52-year-old fat dude. But anyway, um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm not quite understanding. I mean, this was 2017, for God's sake. Like, all right, so you th- I mean you threw a ball at a guy. Usually, I mean plunk the guy and be done with it. I don't understand what this throwing pitches near their heads but not hitting them and all of this stuff is all about. Like if you're truly PO'd and this is supposed to be all the, the baseball and the unwritten rules and all this crap that they always talk about, then plunk the dude and let's have a bench clearing brawl and when it's done then it, then we're done supposedly. But it's almost Supposedly. like they don't want that to happen. We want to be able to keep kind of getting mileage out of this thing. Well, bench clearing really brawls right now not are not good with, with COVID. Yeah, I mean, and there are guys playing on those two teams that weren't even involved in the in the 2017 World Series. Yeah, I don't even think Korea was. So, like, how long... I mean, I don't know. I just, to me, it's you beat them. That's your revenge. And I don't have a problem with it. He'd have struck him out and and, and uh, cat called him. But I, I, I don't know. There's something about, I mean, I know it's what they do in baseball, but there's something about throwing a, a, a baseball 95 miles an hour at a guy's head that just rubs me wrong. <laughs> oh, no. His accuracy is off, though. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I struck him out, but my accuracy is uh, is off. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. Oh, and, uh, is there an IQ test for baseball? 
I mean, I'm pretty sure oh, there's nothing required to watch it. My accuracy was off. Oh, that's great. I don't have the best accuracy. I don't know the difference I mean, between the like glove and that guy. Like you know who else doesn't have good accuracy? Dr. Fauci. You see that first pitch he threw oh. out? God damn. Well, that's because he had his mask pulled over his eyes instead of on his face where it belonged, but that's another that story. somewhere. Damn. God. He flattened the curve with that man, ball. If I, see, if I see any more people out wearing a mask and it's not over their nose. Somebody needs to like make up stickers or signs or something that you can flash at people. And it's like, okay, if you're not wearing that thing over your nose and just over your mouth, it's doing nothing. You might as well take it off. Man, I mean, I I saw guys on the baseball telecast that had them, but they're wearing them on their chins and stuff. It's just like, okay, why are you like that? Like a lot of the people I see working with them on, you know, I see a lot of that. Well, no, having them on is fine, but if you're going to wear one, then wear it properly or else there's no point in wearing it. That's all. I mean, I did see a couple of guys even batting during the game the other day had masks on. There ain't nothing wrong with that. I mean, you should wear it, I guess. I I don't know. Whatever, but... I mean, it's just funny to me when I see people drive by in a car and they've got one on. And it's just like, what, protecting yourself from yourself? <laughs> yeah, I kind of <laughs> laugh at that, too. I mean, that seems a little odd, but uh, I guess, I mean, whatever. But I don't know. I mean, that whole, it's just how long, how long does, how long are you allowed to be outraged about, okay, they cheated and they won. Fine. Okay, sucks, especially if you were the team that got hosed. What's interesting about that, though, and I'm pretty sure I got my facts straight here, the Astros were only cheating at home during the World Series. And if it wasn't, or when if, they if were I'm cheating, mistaken, it was only at home. Weren't they also have a better, didn't they also have a better road record than home record? They did, but I believe in the World Series that they actually won all three games in, in L.A. I'm not yeah. sure if I'm 100% right on that, but I'm pretty sure. So what know. do you really have to be that outraged about? When they were cheating, you beat them. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I mean, that team is, well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, if you're going to be mad, you should have your facts straight. i got to look that up, but I'm pretty sure they, 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 they did beat them twice in L.A. when they couldn't have been cheating. So, I just have to laugh a little bit at <laughs> – this whole situation, like, we're mad over what happened in 2017, only because we just found out about it. That's why they're mad, because they just found out about it. I mean, I get it, but, like, come on, guys. Like, most of the players on that 2017, a lot of those players, like you said earlier, they weren't even, they're not even on the team anymore. Like, you're going to risk getting I mean, an eight-game suspension for, for that? I mean, like, you're so on. mad at, at, at because they cheated that you're, you're willing to plunk a guy in the head and possibly, like, end his career. And lose your job on top of it. And, yeah, and now... Because I mean, if I any assume... one of those guys ever... Like, let's be honest here. If anybody, if any pitcher ever, like, and it shows like this, if they're purposely trying to hit a guy and they actually do, and this dude's out for a significant amount of time, He's probably going to be either fined and suspended for a long time or lose his job for good. 
And okay. then once that looking, happens, no team's going to touch you. I am looking at the, the summary of the 2017 World Series. Okay. Game one was in Dodger Stadium. Dodgers win. Game two is in Dodger Stadium. They lose. So they lost one game at home. Game seven, which was in Dodger Stadium, for all the marbles, they lost. So they got beat at home in game seven of the World Series to lose. There you Uh, go. (laughs) Boo-hoo. Suck it up. I mean, they, he, the Dodgers won a game I, in Houston. Yeah. They won the game while four, they were cheating. Six to two. While they were cheating. So the cheating either wasn't that effective or very, very, very uh, spotty cheating. But, I mean, you lost game seven at home when you shouldn't, when you shouldn't lose, in yeah. my opinion. So I don't know. I mean, you can sour grapes if you got them, I guess, because losing sucks. But I don't know. Yeah. Man. Uh, I mean, I guess yeah, the thing is silly. when you're looking at the uh, when you look at some of the stats. The other's one game that's crazy. Game three was twelve to four. Yeah. That's or no, sorry, five to three. There was one game that was a bet, was a wild score, six two. Well, hold on. Speaking of a little bit crazy, ladies and gentlemen. Well, he's back. back. What's up? Yowza, yowza, What's up, boys? Ladies and gentlemen, uh... the most offensive man on planet Earth, Tom Robinson. Yeah, nobody canceled me yet, unless you guys do without telling me. I don't know. But, How did we cancel well, we'll you? Uh, <laughs> I will be I, – I am on a one-man uh, – what's the word? A one-man – Mission crusade to cancel crusade. one man crusade to cancel cancel culture. <laughs> I'll let right. the other people. I'll let the other people kill uh, COVID, with, you know, and I'll I'll do the cancel culture. The uh, opinions oh. of Tom Robinson are not necessarily those of White Men Can't Jump or White Men Can't Jump Incorporated. Go ahead, and or their or their sponsors. Disclaimer. Very important disclaimer. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> what uh, I just heard Tim talking about five three or something. What are you just talking baseball? Oh, or I, no. Yeah, we're, we were we're, bitching. We're, well, I guess we say shouldn't. We were we're not bitching per well, se, I was but bitching. go ahead, Tim. You were talking about the World Series for the Astros that they, cheated. That the Dodgers are still crying about losing the World Series in 2017 and acting like it happened yesterday. Oh, uh, the uh, bang on the trash can gimmick. Yeah. How how sophisticated the technology of of you know the <laughs> the modern era that we just yeah, bang trash uh, cans and fucking Altuve wears some shit on his shirt where he's where he says don't touch me. Yeah, I was oh, I was basically me. bemoaning the the fact that even if they did cheat, the, the Dodgers lost Game Seven at home where the Houston wasn't cheating on the road because they couldn't. So, I don't know. The Dodgers need to go look in a mirror as far as I'm concerned. Wow. That's, that's, isn't that Armando's team? Uh, I, think, I think so. Yeah, yeah probably. I think, our, go, I, I think Armando, I, I listened back to my little review of Slammiversary, and I, 
I might have to, uh, if Armando listens, I might have to, uh, what's the word, grovel and uh, apologize. <laughs> I, I won't apologize to You've got to apologize any... to a lot of people for that. <laughs> no, I'll never apologize to pussies, but that's that's my man. He, he's been there with all three of us since the jump. He has. So, he has indeed. God. He has indeed. Speaking of which, uh, have you found your coat, Tom? Uh, my coat is still uh, in one of my palatial estates. I'm not sure which. Probably the one in Orlando. When you have wardrobe, uh, uh, you know, wardrobe assistance and so forth, you lose track of exactly which, uh, you know, multi, well, multi-thousand-dollar item um, is where. I mean, I know. Uh, yeah, I mean, I know you've got a lot to keep track of. Uh, you know your various properties and uh, art collections and the like, but uh, yeah, uh, your, I guess your guess, coat is in the bubble else, in Orlando. Guess what though. else? Uh, guess what else? I'll take this basketball return time, which should be like all psyched up, and I'll take this time and hijack it and announce that I am back together with my girlfriend Robin. All right. Yeah. Okay, there there's got to be a sound effect to be playing for that. that. I must have, I, I must have uh, had a, uh, a sound, bad sound on this end, bad audio, because I didn't hear anything when I announced that. That was like, uh, you know, that didn't go over, as we Dummy. said. Dummy! Dummy! Oh, oh wrong, wrong, sorry, wrong one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm kidding, I I'm guess. kidding. Of course you are. I, I, I mean, we've got I, another one bites the dust we could have played. Um, I really don't have much time to celebrate. Well, with. Yeah, I mean, we don't really have that big a selection, so I'm not sure what you're looking for. Oh, uh, God, I can't play that oh, one for sure. Oh, oh here we go. If he's back, well, back again, you could have played that one. Well, there you go, there you go. Her, 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 her self-admitted uh, song, when, when girls say, oh, that's my song, is No Lie. So she can't yell at me for saying this. Crazy bitch. So. <laughs> okay, like here you go. Here, Tom, I got you. Tom, I got you. Here we go. Oh, a little bit of the bubbly. There you go. <laughs> there we go. There you go. Is, is, are, are he and Sebastian Box still um, work shooting? Oh, I don't know. I have no clue. They're too. I can't keep too up busy with right it. now, uh, trying to cover up the video of Excalibur spouting out the N word repeatedly. Yeah, well, I, I just caught a little piece of that. Um, I, I didn't really. I was tired as fuck last night, so I just saw that the guy in the mask. Somebody said is in trouble. Yeah, he. Thanks. Some video surfaced of him using racial slurs repeatedly. So he's probably. I mean. AEW is supposed to be the social justice warrior center of the wrestling world, so he's probably in some kind of trouble, but who knows. Yeah, uh, you can't avoid it. There, there's Since VHS technology, there's audio or video, tape cassettes, whatever you want to pull out, of somebody saying something that can be considered inappropriate. That's why I don't even fucking flinch. I just stay me. And if you don't like uh, me, fight me. Well, there you go. But uh, 
August first or July thirty first, Nate? Is that the M- which is the NBA? Uh, uh tomorrow, right? Yeah, it's tomorrow, tomorrow actually. That's so got two games tomorrow, which is Jazz, Pelicans, Clippers, Lakers. And then Friday, the big schedule comes out. Uh, lots of games on Friday. And then Saturday, the Marlins somehow infect the heat. <laughs> That's about it. You're probably not wrong on that. What the fuck are the Mar- – especially Philly. Philly's been fine. They opened the gyms back, and believe it or not, I've went a few times. And indoor dining, I had a nice dinner this past weekend. Everything's fine, not in Philadelphia, the city itself, but the suburban areas. All of a sudden, the dick-swinging Marlins come in and take two or three with their taxi squad because everybody else is on a ventilator from the <laughs> hapless Philadelphia Phillies. Jesus. Fucking – Dummies. Well, I think I think. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did you, did you, Tom? As I can't scroll fast enough, just say dummy, dummy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that guy. But uh, you know, it's it's kind of funny with the Marlins. I Tim and I have slowly been finding out that we believe it's Atlanta strip clubs that are causing the problem. That may be. Uh, because, and it's the That's awesome where Lou Williams went, right? Yeah. Apparently, they have awesome wings. Have you seen the picture of these wings? No, I, I actually, I've been so behind on everything, but I, I'm aware of the story. And and I, I guess, wink, wink, that you, you're uh, siding with Mr. Williams that the wings are so incredible and they named oh, a no, wing after him or some shit. They did. The, the, no, he's an idiot for going there and getting them. He could have sent somebody or some shit. But, uh, yeah. man, those wings do look damn good. <laughs> I, I can't yeah. argue with the man. Uh, those wing. wings look they look good. You ain't going to find that. I didn't see the picture, but I'll take your word for it. You're not going to find those kind of wings or naked bitches in the bubble. So Yeah, that's true. They are on the – I shared them on the Wide Men Twitter page if you want to check them out. They, they do look pretty good. Also, uh, I will tell you this. Are you you plan on watching tonight's AEW? Yes, I'm DVRing, DVRing okay. as we speak. I will All right, watching. well, never mind then. Then never mind. I will not, I will not tell you. Well, uh, don't tell me, but now is there something – is there somebody like badly injured, or is there somebody no, debuting, somebody, or somebody debuts, and it's off the wall out of nowhere? Eh, I wouldn't say that. Is it somebody? I don't. I, I really don't. I'll ask a bunch of questions, and I won't try to guess. But I, I am curious. Is it somebody debuting where? Nate Bush or Tim Dumbro went, oh, this is ridiculous. Or they went, oh, this is kind of cool. We went, oh, okay. (laughs) Like, I'll tell you this. I like the guy, but at the same time, I'm kind of like, yeah, it's okay. It's cool, I guess. 
Is it a WWE uh, release? Yes. All right. I'm starting to have some ideas, so I'll just leave it there. Okay. Woo, woo, woo. You know it. No, Paul Hayes yeah. is not named the head of AEW Creative. Ah, <laughs> uh, I thought my res- I thought my response there was pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah, and it, and it was it was actually you know unplanned and and it made sense to the guessing part. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Cardona this, Cardona that. Um, uh, Don't tell me, but let me guess. <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I wasn't planning to go further, but what the fuck? I mean, uh, I don't know how it happened or when. There may be. I just know what happened. Uh, forgive me for how terrible this is, but there may be a second breakout we have to watch, and that's the often. Ignored Cardona virus. See what happens is you get jacked up, but you're still a mark who shows your action action figures, and you don't get a push. Now, easy with the action figure stuff, man. Come on. Say, who are we talking about here? Hey, now. Nate Cardona. Hey, action figures. Action figures are cool, fuckers. All right. They're cool up my they're cool up my ass if I'm in the right mood, but other than that, I. I hey, these I, action figures. These I, action I, figures I here. Kurt Angle, I took Kurt Angle up my ass. All of a sudden, he had hair again. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I I should give a PSA on this NBA podcast about ass uh, play. Oh Once you, it's 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 one of those things. It's one of those forbidden fruit things. Once you start uh, experimenting with that, you're done. You'll never go back. You're just it's all ass all the time. So if I could caution the, the listeners, oh plenty, keep keep your keep your keep your buttocks as a male. In the exit position only, and don't experiment because it's more addictive than crack. No pun. It it is crack. (laughs) Black hole, son, won't you come? Oh boy! Uh, I will. Oh, so to, God. Further, for, to further the uh, unnamed person on AEW, he uh, they were not in a match. Oh, okay. They made an appearance, but were not uh, not in an, an actual match. So I didn't think they would be in a match, but again, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't watch it. I just it popped up on my timeline. A run in, a run in during another match that, well. Mm. That nobody really cared about either, but anyway. <laughs> An AEW women's match? No. Oh, they're women. 
Their women's division is the shits. I don't care what anybody says. It's the now, shits. Let's not even get started on the whole point that these guys have decided they need a tag team championship for the ladies when they can't figure out the singles division. They need yeah, about five point. tag. They they need about five tag team championships for their men. Everybody, almost everybody's in a fucking tag team. I counted them one day. I got up to thirteen. Thirteen tag teams. Yeah, they have some interesting uh, ideas. I don't hate I guess AEW. That's what happens when I'm you just have saying, that's four two EVPs. But God, no, I'm just, I'm just. That's my point. You can hear all my points on the on wrestling on the In This Ring podcast with myself and Joe Pizzapia. Uh to, uh Damn, that got crickets. Wow. Yeah, well, that went over. That went over like the old proverbial fart in church. Yeah, no kidding. That that got. Well, I was getting. I was in the middle of getting off an exit off the clock. I have done work, so. Well, congratulations. Any of those sneaky people? That, you got any? Uh, you got any interest on taking a package to uh, Magic City for us? Yeah, Magic City. Uh, I will take a package anywhere. In the words of Ric Flair, if you got the money, honey, I got the time. <laughs> Would you be oh, interested nice. in taking your package to Magic City? <laughs> My what package is, is uh, I don't know. Uh, Why does Magic City sound like now uh, out of day-to-day uh, contention for the regulars? Yeah, my, my 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 package belongs to one uh, insane woman, and I say that <laughs> complimentary. Well, you better hope she don't listen uh, to this episode. <laughs> uh, she finds a way to listen to everything. Um, uh oh. She'll be thrilled to hear you talk so glowingly about her. No, I mean she's insane for enjoying my package. That's I don't know how to describe it. It looks like a well done to a little. Looks like a little fat fucking um, <laughs> triangle. Like a little, a little copy. It looks like a little fleshy copy of the Egyptian pyramids. <laughs> anymore. I don't know what to make of it. <laughs> oh, God. You, the you turn the 50. You, you try every goddamn ED and fucking uh, extra inch type pills, some extra that fucking inch. my buddy had made in some guy's basement that had goddamn. <laughs> I don't even know what they were. Uh, I don't. Re- please don't ever pill? do that again. By the way. <laughs> now now it's idea. like I get an erection. I got you know thick down by by my testicular area. And all of a sudden, for no apparent reason, there's a, there's an extra uh, girth halfway up my shaft that's, that's unexplained. <laughs> Do you find yourself getting, like, itchy testicles when somebody turns a light on in a room or something like that? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, there's many unexplained symptoms of this uh, oh, God. Uh, penis, penis improvement. Speaking of, man, penis, I, speaking of penis improvement, ladies and gentlemen, back on the show, it's Jeff. What's up, Jeff? <laughs> Jeez, we got the whole gang here tonight. 
Well, there's nothing better than calling and hearing penis improvement. (laughs) (laughs) It's the NBA, baby. It's wide men can't jump. All basketball all the time. Yeah, clearly. (laughs) All basketball. Jeff, Jeff, what do you know about Magic City and Wings? Jesus Christ. Excuse me? (laughs) He don't have a clue. (laughs) Magic City. All right, well, Magic City sounds like like a, a water park somewhere. We're going to Magic City, yay! It does. Sounds like a theme park. You're right. Uh, I guess that's where Lou Williams. Sounds... Okay. Go ahead, Tr. Go ahead. It well, just sounded to me like a place a place you'd go in the '80s with Heather Hunter and get HIV. <laughs> God bless. Oh, you know well, nobody's ever ever came woman. out and talked about Arsenio Hall, but that motherfucker looks skinnier than Tom Hanks in Philadelphia. Oh God, <laughs> he, he doesn't look good, does he? He, he always <laughs> looks with that skinny age face. He's got to be getting old. Any? Yeah, I guess so. We all I'm not are. Sure, how old he is, but I think he's got to be getting older. Although most of us are getting fatter as we get older, but. Amen. Yeah. I don't know. What's up with Jeff? I just I missed last week. Sorry about that. And I almost missed this good. week. But uh, but uh, I just figured the season was about to start, and figured I'd call in and see what was going on. I hear that uh, baseball teams have been having some problems with the coronavirus. I just. Hope the Not so much baseball go. teams per se. I would say just Florida. mostly just Florida, just the Miami Marlins mostly. Well, and, and isn't that where all the NBA games are going to be played? No, they're playing in Orlando, and actually, I mean, three hundred forty. Well, yeah, but three hundred and forty-four tests, and uh, everybody's clean. There are no positive tests right now in the NBA bubble. That's good. Yeah, it's kind of surprising. But yeah, until uh, until Lou Lou Williams goes to Magic City and gets wings and looks at boobs at the strip club. <laughs> I was at the restaurant. I heard uh, Skip and Shannon talking about that he was going outside the bubble. You know, don't let uh the wing, don't let that Doctor Fauci down in that bubble. <laughs> He's a real life like Doctor Dr. Evil. He'll be he'll be sprinkling that <laughs> shit around. He's got like a salt and pepper shaker with COVID. He just sprinkles Jesus it around Tom. wherever he wants to fuck around. He threw out the first pitch at a baseball game the other day. Well, he, you, no. You, you yeah. can call he threw that. a pitch. <laughs> huh? He threw something. Yeah, I don't know what he, you'd call threw, that. Through the COVID. Was it a, was it a bad pitch? Jesus, oh, it, it almost... It, it looked like a bunt. It was terrible. No shit. It was awful. It yeah. was like the worst first pitch I've ever seen. He called it yeah, his flat curveball. I'm going to base my health and, 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 you know, give my life to the opinions of a guy that can't throw. Fuck that. Well, there's a reason why he can't throw. That's because he was too busy being a doctor. So I'm giving him benefit of the doubt. Or could he's, be also, he's, he's also very old. Yeah. That too. That too. I think, I, I, think the, I think the new – the new, uh, uh, what, what's his title anyway? Doctor Evil is that his title? Um, <laughs> I think he's what's like his title? Uh, 
I don't remember what his title actually is. Trump Whatever the fuck it is, I think they should they should replace him with a real a real guy and put in Dr. Tom Pritchard. Yes, I'm in. Just Let's put it this way. I'm, I'm, watching the, uh, I'm watching the replay of his first pitch. If there had been a guy in the on-deck circle, he might have hit him. Yeah. Okay. Bad. That was his uh, uh, patented flattening the curveball. Ah. I'll go. be here all week. <laughs> I'll be here all week. Well, Keep your waitresses. Try the veal. Was he wearing a mask or the, was that only he was. the catcher? I he, he was, was wearing a mask. He, he had a mask on when he threw it, but when he was in the stands later sitting beside people, he didn't have one on. Because <laughs> oh, I saw that video as well. So Yeah, I did see that. I did see that, but nevertheless. Maybe this weekend. <laughs> uh, you guys you guys want to do any mess around shows this weekend after some basketball has been played or? Uh, we can figure something out. You know, we'll uh, we'll message you. We can make it work. All right. What is it, Jeff? Right? I'm sorry. The season again. does it start Saturday? Tomorrow. 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 Okay. Yes. Yes. First uh, first day's tomorrow, and then uh, then the there's like a full slate of games coming at you on Friday. Lots of games on Friday. Two two games tomorrow. Well, so. keep Derek Jeter's boys out of that bubble, and we'll be okay to get a few games in. I think. Yeah, probably. Let's hope so. But. I'm going to let you all carry on. I was just kind of checking in. Always good to hear from you, TR. Always good to talk to you all. Be safe up there. What was that, Tim? I hadn't seen him or talked to him in there in a while. Yeah, it's been quite a while. Um, If anybody cares, uh, the North lost the tag team titles to the Motor City Machine Guns. I had seen probably that. the best. That's probably the best tag team match you can watch, and it's on the the, the promotion that everybody jokes about being terrible. I do want to see that two, match. I I heard it was good. I really want to see it. It was it was a good match from two good tag teams, but yet the other two, big two, have had some questionable programming. <laughs> Buddy, you ain't lying. And that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> Uh, you ain't wrong, but TR buddy, be safe. We'll holler at you again real soon. All right. All right. Peace. Later, brother. And there goes TR. Jeff, welcome back. It's been a couple minutes, hasn't it? It has. It has indeed. We're glad to have you. I tell you what, we've got one more commercial to play here, and then we're gonna go in. here shortly. Let's go ahead and get to our last commercial. Stay Classy Meats is your online meat market where you can get the best quality meat for competitive prices. Head on over to stayclassymeats.com and use the promo code WIDEMEN to save 10% on your order. That's right. If you head to stayclassymeats.com, you can save 10% on your order with promo code WIDEMEN, but that's not all. Not only will Stay Classy Meats give you 10% off, they're also throwing in 
a free pound of Montana grass-fed ground beef. Make sure you get over to stayclassymeats.com right now to check out their selection. Whether it be pork, ribs, chicken, steak, bison, ribeye, or any other type of meat that you desire, you can get it at stayclassymeats.com. They are high-quality meat that you will not want to miss out on. If you like to eat well and eat clean and eat some of the best quality products out there, Stay Classy Meat is for you. Again, head to stayclassymeats.com right now. Again, thanks to all of our great sponsors, Law Offices of Stephen P. News, StripCamFun.com, Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC, and Stay Classy Meats. Go check them out. All right. Last week, it turned out to be a pretty pretty good success, so we're going to do it again this week. Ladies and gentlemen, Wide Men Can't Jump's newest special feature. Tonight on Wide Men Can't Jump's Investigative Unsolved Mysteries, we look at the mystery of Lorenzen Wright. How did this NBA basketball player go from well-known athlete in Memphis to dead and missing after several days? We look into the suspicion, the horror, and the gory details of the final hours of Lorenzen Wright on this Wide Men Can't Jump's Unsolved Mysteries. All right, so Lorenzen Wright was born in, or he was raised in Oxford, Mississippi. Played basketball at Lafayette High School before he moved to Memphis. Played high school, collegiate level, and professional basketball in the city of Memphis. His dad, Herb, was a professional ball player who played in Finland and tried out for the Utah Jazz. Kind of a sad story here. Lorenzen Wright was seven. His dad was working for the Memphis police and was paralyzed by a gunshot to the back. Lorenzen Wright went to Memphis University and was a third-team All-American as a sophomore. He was selected seventh by the Los Angeles Clippers in the 1996 NBA draft. Now, just to kind of give you a little perspective here on that draft, uh, let me find the players here. Uh, Allen Iverson went one, Marcus Camby, Sharif Abdur-Rahim, uh, Stephon Marbury, Ray Allen, Antoine Walker, then Lorenzen Wright. After him, Kerry Kittles. Uh, there was some guy taking 13. You may have heard of him named Kobe Bryant. Uh, Pajas Stojakovic went 14th. Steve Nash, 15th. Jermaine O'Neal, 17th. So, good players in that draft. Wright goes 7th to the Clippers. Uh, didn't really do much in the NBA. Kind of played all over the place. He played in Memphis. He played in uh, Los Angeles. He played in Atlanta. Only averaged eight points and six and a half rebounds per game over 13 seasons. Now, here's where the tragedy really starts to to turn up. Uh, he had a young infant daughter pass away in 2003. He did. He then founded the Sierra Simone Wright Scholarship Fund. Uh, during the summer of 2003, he did finish his degree at the University of Memphis. And um, this is where it really gets bad. On July 18, 2010, he left his home in Tennessee with drugs and an unspecified amount of money. This is according to his ex-wife, and he was not seen or heard from again. His family filed a missing persons report just four days later, and then uh, his body turned up on July 28th in a wooded area on Callis Cutoff Road 
just west west of Hacks Crossroad. It was reported a 911 call had been received from his cell phone in the early morning of July 19th by a Germantown, Tennessee dispatcher. The call uh, was the caller was speaking when the dispatcher heard 11 gunshots ring out. But the dispatcher did not report the call to his supervisor until eight days later. And the police investigation resulted in a payout to the Wright family because of this. The case was... Okay, so Lorenzen Wright dies in 2010. It doesn't stop here. All right, seven years later, November 9, 2017, a gun was found believed to have been the murder weapon of Lorenzen Wright in Walnut, Mississippi, in a lake. On December 5th, Billy R. Turner, Shelby County landscaper and church deacon at Mount Olive Number 1 Missionary Baptist Church in Collierville, Tennessee, was indicted on first-degree murder charges. Then on December 15, 2017, which is about a, mm, 10 days later, Wright's ex-wife, Shara Wright-Robinson, was arrested in California in connection with this murder. Wright-Robinson was a former member of the church, of Billy Turner. The seven-year investigation was one of the Memphis Police Department's most high-profile unsolved cases. Here was some of the uh, some of the things that happened in between Wright's death and her arrest. Wright's mother told the Commercial Appeal newspaper that a police officer told her Wright Robinson would be charged with first-degree murder. Marion believes she and her former daughter-in-law believes her former daughter-in-law was motivated by money, specifically a $1 million life insurance policy that Lorenz and Wright had. Apparently in 2015, Wright Robinson explained she inquired how she inquired early in the investigation about whether she was a suspect. They told her no. Records show the August 1st, 2010, Memphis police searched her home and found burned pieces of metal and a letter addressed to her and Lorenz and Wright, but law enforcement at the time did not say what the items meant. And this is the last piece here. 2014, Wright Robinson agreed to a confidential settlement of a dispute in circuit court over how she spent the $1 million of the life insurance money to benefit their six children. And on July 25th, 2019, Wright Robinson pleaded guilty to facilitation of first-degree murder in the shooting of Lorenzen Wright and was sentenced to 30 years in prison. So there you have it, guys. That's kind of the uh, the mystery of Lorenzen Wright, but what what do you think of that? What motivates people, you think, in that aspect? Why do you think this turned out the way it did to a guy who it seemed like just couldn't catch a break his whole life? Anybody? Well, it kind of sounds like uh, money might have been involved. And well, clearly. Usually that's, that's usually a big, one of the biggest, what you look to before anything like this, and then possible that she maybe had had enough in her mind of him or just tired of it and it's the only way she could find an escape from him maybe so but it seems uh, but she was the ex she was the ex-wife which i thought was uh was interesting lorenzen right when he died uh, he had earned $52 million in salary when he had died. Now, I'm not saying that's going to be that he had all that. But a guy has a $1 million insurance policy on, on himself. I guess he wants to take care of his kids. I, I can kind of understand that. 
Um, but this was a high-profile thing. And apparently it was – I just have a hard time believing it was all over money. Okay. Kim, what do you think? When when did she become the ex-wife in this scenario? Now that I don't know. According to this, Lorenzen Rocky before he... before his death, he was worth twenty million dollars. Right. Now again, take that okay. with a grain of so, salt. Was she the daughter? Or daughter? Was she the the mother of the baby that died? I don't know. Possibly. He lost a. He had an infant daughter die in two thousand and three. Yeah. So now. And then seven years later, he ends up dead. He's dead, and I just—I'm not understanding because it says according to his ex-wife, she left the home, so she lived with him, but she was his ex-wife. Kind of seems that way. He left his home, like some somehow something doesn't make sense there to me. Yeah, yeah, I'm not understanding the timeline entirely here, but. Well, again, that was according to to her. So, I mean, if she was in on it, and and who knows. and Somebody it seemed like had a lot she, of money. Yeah, so it seems like. And pissed it away, and she wanted some. Well, and then, of course, don't forget, you know, it seems like, I'm not saying this is what happened, this is circumstantial on my part, but it seemed like she was at the church, maybe, maybe. I mean, it was either money-related... Or maybe there was a little bit of an affair there, because how else do you convince a guy to commit murder for you? You're either paying him or you're screwing him. Okay, well, that's why I'm wondering. That's why I'm wanting to know when she became the ex-wife and all this. That's I, I that I don't know. Let me see here. I'll do a little research. I Talk actually remember yourself. reading about that three uh, a few years ago. Whenever. Uh, they found the weapon. They felt like that was going to be a big clue or big significant evidence to, you know, uh, arresting her. So, because you know, I, I think they drained the lake. If I'm not, or the, the, the lake dried up maybe over time. Maybe that's what it was. There was a bad uh, drought, and the uh, that's the how they found it. Or whatever. I th- I think I'm not. I think something to that effect. Mm, let's see here. I'm kind of I'm kind of reading here. Apparently, there was rumor of uh, Lorenzo. Apparently, there was rumor of abuse. Um, hmm. I mean, it says that he left his home on the night of July 18th. All right. Then further down in that article, it says that uh, yeah, it says on here. August 1st, they searched her home. So I'm going to assume they had different homes. So how does she know when he left his home if she didn't live with him or wasn't okay, there? Okay, so here's this. Financial woes likely contributed in the factors of Lorenzen and Shara's decision to divorce in February of 2010. They had separated seven, several times but reconciled. Thirteen years of marriage, they decided to enter new chapters of their lives. Money problems would only worsen after the divorce. Lorenzen fell behind on paying child support and alimony. Cher uh, would okay, later insist go. that Lorenzen had affairs with multiple women and had been abusive to her and the children. She also said he had, bad, had business dealings with persons who had ties to drugs. 
though Wright himself was never implicated in criminal activity. Okay. So, so February they divorce, and, and then in July and she, she didn't get death. nothing or not much by the sounds of things. And according to this, she says he was carrying a box full of drugs and held a considerable amount of cash. Then she later recanted the descript the, the the depiction of the box full of drugs. I mean, I don't know how old she was, but he's 34 when he dies, so I'm going to say she's in that area somewhere. Yeah, she's not much older. Okay, but to be honest, a million dollars when you've got six kids and you're, that's four years later, let's say say she's even 40. That's not that much money. It's really not. (laughs) Not really. Especially depending on the kind of lifestyle they were probably living. Well, even even if you let a regular lifestyle, a million dollars is only fifty thousand dollars a year for twenty years. That makes you sixty. Like, and that, and that ain't leaving nothing behind for six kids. So, I don't know. Sounds to me like somebody might. Maybe, I mean, maybe this guy from the church got into her ear and said, "Well, here's a Nobody's going to be surprised if this guy gets found dead somewhere because he's in trouble up to his eyeballs anyway. And maybe you can get some bucks out of this. Maybe he thought he was going to get some of the money out of it. Possibly. Who knows? Possibly. You know, love love and money are two pretty weird subjects. People do some pretty strange things when when uh, those things become involved. Yeah. Well, let's um, let's close the books on that one. All right, tomorrow two basketball games: Utah Jazz, New Orleans Pelicans, and Clippers Lakers. Uh, Lakers. I don't know. Well, here's the problem: Montrez Harrell, Lou Williams, and Patrick Beverly will not be playing for the Clippers. Um. I had read that there may be Anthony Davis may not play, but it doesn't. Look, it looks like he will now, uh, from what I've read. And New Orleans, I don't think Zion will be ready to play yet. Uh, I'm not 100 percent on that, so don't hold me to it. But from what I've seen, I don't. I think he just rejoined the bubble, so I don't know if he has been cleared to play yet. But two should be two really good games. One will be at the HP Fieldhouse. The other one will be at the Wild Wor- Wide World of Sports Arena. And then on the third, and you will see the Orlando Magic take on the uh, the Scabs of the Brooklyn Nets. What's left? The Grizzlies will play the Trailblazers. The Suns will play the Wizards. The Celtics and the Bucks. That one should be a good one. And the Kings and the Spurs. And then the Rockets and the Mavericks. Man, I'm stoked to have NBA basketball back on TV. What about you? How many more? Well, see, uh, how many more games are they going to play until the playoffs? Uh, they have released the schedule here. Let me look. Nick, the like playoffs. Eight or something. I'm trying to see if they've time. announced a return. I'm seeing if they've announced a date for when the playoffs will re- will resume. Not done yet. What? Nothing. What do you mean they're not, not done you. yet? Have they not announced? That wasn't for Have they you. not? Oh. That wasn't okay. for you. My bad. My bad. The la- they play until Friday, the 14th. So there's two weeks of 
Is it two weeks of seeding games and then we roll into the playoffs? Yeah. Okay. Fourteenth is according to this anyway. That's the last scheduled game they show, so I'm going to okay. assume that that. Okay. Okay. And then we'll go to the, the playoffs from there. I think before we tonight, I wanted to get your 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 thoughts on the uh, the situation with the uh, Astros and the Dodgers. Uh, well, I don't, I don't know if it would have, uh, I'm not so sure it would have happened had Korea not have a, had a good game. He hit a home run and, um, it's, you know, it's hard to say because in a way you might say, well, they're going to do something to show how, uh, you know, pissed they are about it. And then... You know, they may have not had he might have not had the good game he had. They might have not done it either. So I don't I don't know, but uh, I, I'm sure they were definitely showing their displeasure. And uh, do you I think, think they this, knew it was going to? What is it? Did you think do you think the suspension is a bit much? Eight games? Okay, I didn't see I didn't see that today. I saw what happened last night. Yeah, but I didn't. But uh, yeah, so Joe Kelly the pitcher, got eight the, games. He got eight games. Yeah, but you, you got to remember he's a pitcher, so that's not right, really eight right. games. Right. He's yeah. Be on the two, I mean, he's a, he's a relief pitcher, so it it's could be, but it's still not that you know it's not going to be the end of the world for him. So, you know, he might pitch three times at the most, sometimes three or four times a week, and a lot of times it's just one, depending on if the game's a blowout or if he needs some work or something like that, but. He gets some work in the bullpen while they're out. I don't know how that will affect him, but it's not going to affect him like it would an everyday player. He could uh, he could maybe wander over to where the Miami Marlins are and throw some batting practice for them. <laughs> I don't know if they would want to stand in a. I don't know if they'd want to stand in the box with him. With him. <laughs> that was a that was a heater. Well, did, did, <laughs> you didn't see his. Eyeballs. You didn't see his excuse, did you? Did you see what his excuse was? Nah. I and I quote. It. And I quote. My accuracy is not the best. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and as I said, uh, I, I struck him out, but I was really not didn't really have much control that night. Yeah, uh, Joe Kelly's played on some uh, playoff teams here the last uh, few years. I think the Cardinals uh, played like the early two thousands, maybe, and then uh, the Red Sox. I think he won the World Series with them. Maybe, maybe two even, and maybe I think he went to the. I said he went to the Dodgers, but uh, apparently he had a vendetta against them. So. Yeah, but but why? He didn't even play for them when. Well, it's like you remember when Ryan Dempster threw at A Rod there a few years ago, and Ryan Dempster didn't have nothing to do with. A Rod at all, like him, what, him taking steroids and cheating the game, but, uh, but uh, yeah, he he threw uh, at him three he threw at him three times, and then uh, he missed him, and then he hit him on the fourth pitch, would have walked him anyways, and uh, the umpire did not send it, didn't uh, throw him out. Uh, Joe Girardi for the Yankees came out there and argued and said that Dempster should have been thrown out, but of course he didn't do it. So I, I think this is a similar scenario. Okay, but didn't. Didn't Joe Kelly play for the the Red Sox when they're accused of cheating? 
Uh, I don't know if he was on the 18 team or not. Uh, he was. He was? Okay. So, well, <laughs> he was. It's kind of a, it's kind so, of a pop, pop I don't know. It's kind of, seems a tad bit yeah. hypocritical. Yeah. Maybe. But it's possible that him and Korea might have some history, too, but I'm not sure. What did you say, Nate? I just heard maybe you Maybe he was at Magic that. City. I said maybe he's maybe his aim is just that bad, or he had went to Magic City and those wings well, were I was a little slick. That up you know, he got away from it. Before you said that Lorenzo Wright's body was found, I was going to ask: Did anybody check at Magic City? Maybe he's just been there the whole time. <laughs> maybe that's who got all his money. Maybe. I don't know. Hey, world class wings will do it. It will to me. Definitely. Jeff knows all about my love for wings. <laughs> Arizona Ranch, right? Yeah, see, you know, this show started <laughs> off with a bang, and then it got real awkward. Then the Very awkward. Met the, the incumbent met the replacement and vice versa. That was a little awkward. Um, well, look, for little Bogus' birthday, I've got to do this for her. Not for you, Ed. This is for her. Bushly. <laughs> You're welcome. Now we and now we want to know how fast can a Lamborghini go when we play Bush League. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. One thing we do know is at that strip club, Magic City, with the good wings. There's Diana looking like some kind of whore. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> The show has gone straight. Jump the shark, everything else it could possibly oh, do. Of course it did. And if you love jumping the shark, you can join us again next week as we come back and we do it again. This time we got plenty of basketball to talk, more unsolved mysteries, more fun, more uh, just insanity. We'll try, to, we'll try to screen the calls to keep Robinson off the show. Nope, not doing it. But we'll be back next week with so much more. Thanks to our great sponsor, Stephen P. New Law Office, Strip Cam Fun, Atomic Comics, and Collectibles, LLC, and Stay Classy Meets. Jeff, don't hang up the phone. We're going to talk to you here in a second. Don't go away. Tim, anything you want to add before we get out of here? Hockey's back, baby. Saturday's playoff start. You won't see me again for about three weeks. And we're going to talk hockey next week, too, so... All right, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Jeff, go, don't go away. Thanks for listening to this broadcast on the Wide Men Radio Network located at blogtalkradio.com slash wide men can't jump. You can check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash wide men can't jump for more exclusive content only available to our Patreon members. You can find this program and others like it on iTunes, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Google Play, FM Flash, iHeartRadio, and more. Just search Wide Men Can't Jump. Thanks to our sponsors, the law offices of Stephen P. New at newlawoffice.com, stripcamfun.com, Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC, located at facebook.com slash Atomic Comics and Collectibles, LLC, and Stay Classy Meets. Well, you can check them out at stayclassymeets.com and use promo code WIDEMEN to save 10% on your order and receive a free pound of Montana grass-fed ground beef. 
Follow us on Twitter at WideJump, and be sure to keep up with all the content that's being posted there. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Wide Men Radio Network.